Welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the School of Last podcast. Whether you're checking these once a week or binge listening, and I apologize for that if you are, <laughs> welcome back to our show. I'm here, I'm Rick Roberts, and with me is Gavin Miller. How's it going, sir? Good. Hey, very we're happy good. you're with us today listening. Today we've got something that is very timely for me, and I hope timely for you, if not now, somewhere in the near future. Our topic today is creating a showcase set. Cool. This is a short set. Uh, along with other comics who are doing a showcase as well. And this will happen throughout your career for different reasons and different uh, purposes. I hope so. But we're going to talk today about how you create one for the next one you're doing. And uh, I'll, okay. I'll kind of walk you through what I'm doing right now, and hopefully that will shed some light on how you might approach it and give you some ideas to think about as cool. you get closer. So uh, it's a very cool podcast and very comedy-specific today yeah. if you're checking this out. Um, we got a lot of things cool going on. We are so close to our brand new second year of podcasting. We're going to be putting this one in the yes. books right around the 4th of July weekend oh, and launching a new format in which we want more participation from you so we can be more helpful for you. Yeah. As you've heard in the past couple podcasts, probably, I would like to get a joke from you that you're working on or you can't figure out or is inconsistent. And I would like you to write a short version of that joke and email it to us at schooloflast at gmail.com or give us a link to a YouTube clip of that joke in action. Let me know what the joke is. And if it's okay with you, we'll play that clip on the air. I'll give you some insight as to how maybe I would tweak it. Gavin can give some ideas too. And then we'll crowdsource anybody listening that wants to contribute to your idea as well to help gift you the best version of that joke possible. Yeah. I think this is going to be a lot of cool. We've got a couple that we've already got in. We would like to have some more so that we know this is going to be a thing. And it'll be the first section of each new podcast we do if we get this sucker wait. rolling. That'll be, that'll be cool. Yeah, so this is a, your chance really to, uh, A, get some help on a joke, B, connect with other comics that are uh, in, in either the same place or maybe are more advanced places you and see get your name out there we'll tell everybody who you are and where they can find you just like you're a guest on the show so this <laughs> well, is, i was thinking almost everybody is in a more advanced place than i am so go ahead don't be afraid to send your joke in <laughs> everybody is you guys heard and saw yeah. gavin's oh feeble attempt at comedy oh. uh effort notwithstanding Gavin, I'll, effort. I'll just say this. Uh, it's all about reps. <laughs> yeah, And you just I haven't know. had time to get I, out there as much as yeah. you should. But now you know, right? I'm getting stronger. We've, we've collected some information and figured that out. Yeah. All right. So that's one thing that's going to be new uh, around the July 4th weekend. And also, uh, sponsorships available. Uh, I'm kind of open to whatever you guys want to do. If you got something special you want to promote, or whether it's a show, your website, uh, you've got a funny T-shirt or a new CD out, um, just shoot me an email at schoolofass at gmail.com, and I'll tell you uh, what the rate would be for a short little announcement or three times during the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very affordable. We don't really need a sponsor. What sponsors this show is the online class. Uh, the people that are taking that are paying for this time that I spend with you. But if you want to get a word out on something, let us know. Yeah. Last little thing, if you are writing about comedy or you do any kind of blogging and you want to maybe have a um, – a blog on my website, schooloflast.com. A guest post is always welcome. So just shoot me a link to some of your previous work or a blog that you'd like to be considered, and I'd be happy to put it up and promote your 
posts just like I promote my own each week. Yeah. So I'd I love to find out more about you guys. So this is Good. three quick ways you can connect with I us like here that. at School of Last. Uh, one way I find out a little bit about what you're thinking are the iTunes reviews and on Stitcher as well. This one's from iTunes. This is from Slim in 85281. Very, very cryptic. Uh, <laughs> name there sir or woman it says helpful five stars a useful podcast or comedians or wannabe comedians i'm still trying to work my way through all the podcasts so wow this is a recent person found us right there at the end of may and yeah if you're just now finding out about us you've got almost 52 53 episodes to go back and yeah. check out uh we'll have an end of the year recap before we launch into the new year and give you some insights as maybe to some websites or some podcasts you don't want to miss there's so much information i mean i don't know the back we have a backlog of a lot of podcasts but there's so much information in them that it's crazy like i mean uh, even though i'm on the podcast i still go back and listen to ones because maybe now i'm in a different place and so i re-listen and i hear it and i'm like oh that was really good you know rick was saying that you know about some writing process or something and i'm like oh now that makes sense yeah it's cool like i've learned a lot through this past year and it's a, there is a ton of information in there so i don't want it to like bog you down but each each episode you listen to including this one take one thing yeah from it and go apply it today yeah if you do that throughout the year you're gonna have 52 new things that you're doing uh and you're gonna develop yeah without a doubt that's it's what crazy. this podcast is all about helping you get better and today's topic is very specific at any point in your career you know even like six months into it you might be asked to go do a showcase somewhere and let me just define what the showcase is as we start yeah 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 a showcase is a short set you know it can be as short as three minutes it might be as long as eight Mm -hmm. maybe 10 or 15 in some situations but it's going to be less than 15 almost every single time okay Uh, i'm the one that i'm preparing for is an eight minute set eight minutes okay so a showcase is a collection of comics that are giving you a sample of their best stuff for usually a, a specific reason so the showcase I'm preparing for is at a Christian comedy conference that's coming up. Uh-huh. I'll be on stage with seven or eight other comics that are at the top of their game, and we're going to be in front of a church audience, 1,100, 1,200 people. Gosh. And this will give that many people a chance to see what my comedy is all about. Okay. And same thing with the other comics that are performing that night. The purpose for that night is for it's twofold. One is to generate some income for the church. It's right. A, it's a, it's really threefold. One is an outreach event, so people who don't normally come to church can kind of see that can it's see not a, going on. Yeah. a scary place. <laughs> it can be a fun place. Uh, and then we're going to split the money we make that night at the showcase uh, to help fund the conference that's going to go on the next few days right. for Christian comedians, as well as give some money back to the church for allowing us to have it there. Yeah, okay. Okay, so there's multiple things that are going on in that showcase, but for me, I need to, to define what is my goal for that showcase. Okay. Okay, so if you're listening out there and you – have been invited to showcase at a bar gig. Or maybe you're a speaker out there and you're going to do a Speakers Bureau showcase. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever the case is, maybe you're doing a showcase for a festival, hoping to get into a festival. A comedy festival, yeah. Maybe you've already gotten into a festival and you're doing a showcase nice of a new talent. Okay. You're going to have a specific goal for that showcase. Not just go up there and be funny. It's so very general and you can do that. But what do you want that showcase to do for you? Okay. Okay, so... So for me, so for this one coming up. Wait, hold on. So that, like you're, I know you're saying, what do you want it to do it for you? But are you, cons- are you saying that in terms of like, you're showcasing for somebody else mm-hmm. to hope that they basically buy your product, right? Well, for like for this one coming up for me, the one thing I need to do to make sure that I do is be funny. 
Oh, yeah. Because that's going to serve the purpose of the host church and of the conference and all that. Right, sure. So that's that's a very that's generic a thing. We should all be doing that. Okay. But I'm going to get a two-camera shoot video out of this eight-minute set. What do I want that video to do for me? Okay. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. More I'll, of a multi-layered approach for I, what's going on. I'm thinking this way because okay. early in my career, I didn't think this way, and all I was trying to do was be the funniest person that night. Right. Which, when you take Slay that video out of community, context, yeah. may not benefit you. In, you know, if you're taking shortcuts to be the funniest person that night, gotcha. That that video may not get you any clients for yeah. the the market that you want to be in. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm looking at it as a chance to cobble together my best eight minutes. Yeah. And we'll talk about what that looks like too, because there's different <laughs> qualifiers on what your best is. Right. And so, but none of that matters until we define what the goal is. Okay. So. When you're getting a recording of your showcase or you're in front of, t- of people that can make decisions, um, are you trying to get TV work from that showcase? Sometimes you audition for a, a, a festival, but there's TV people there. Okay. And so maybe that's your goal. Don't worry about the festival maybe, but can I show these TV execs or whatever that I can do characters? Okay. That I can write well, that I have skills beyond just telling jokes. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe you can step into impressions really well, and, and that would be great if you're auditioning for, like, a mad TV or you want to be considered for that. Right. Uh, if you can write sketches well and you're in a sketch showcase, you know, if you're trying to get on Saturday Night Live or one of those sketch shows, that's why you want to make this a, a night a specific okay. goal. So what is it? Is it just to take the, the, the video from this show and use this as your – real to get into festivals like almost every festival has a submission process okay send us a three to five minute video of your best stuff it'll cost 25 bucks for us to watch it and if it <laughs> looks good we'll put you in the festival yeah so if there's going to be an intense gathering of people for a showcase night make it maybe that's your goal yeah now That'd i'm be- thinking if you had a two camera video of in front of 1100 people that went well that would be pretty good for a comedy festival to uh it can't <laughs> hurt see. right yeah. right so in the back of my mind Right now, that's kind of running through my mind. Yeah. But the other thing also is, you know, to keep my main source of income going, speaking at these corporate events, yeah. I should pick material that is also suitable for that. Mm-hmm. So, so, and it's, it's kind of a dilemma. The past two weeks, I've been looking at the material and thinking, okay, that's a great joke, but would that be great for that? So I really have to nail down what my goal is. Right. And so my goal now, um, which I think makes everything a lot easier, is to put together the best eight minutes that shows people why I'm different from the other comics that they might go see, whether it is a corporate event or whether it is a festival or maybe for TV or whatever. Right, okay. So the eight minutes I want to have is showcase who I am and my differences as best as possible. Gotcha, okay. Now, knowing that, I can start to select the material for the showcase. Okay. All right? So when it comes to selecting material that shows people how different I am, I want to make sure that I open strong because some people only watch the first 30 seconds, and if they're not if they're not into it, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. So you have to think about your opening. My opening needs to be very clear. It needs to be a statement. I need not ask a question of the audience. I, I don't want the audience to have to do something in order for that first joke to work. Okay. It might be self-deprecating if that's the way to a quick laugh. But I want in that first minute to really show people that I'm different than the performers before me. Okay. And knowing that... I want to look at my material and also pick from the options that fall in that category. Uh, what is the most unique joke I have? Okay. Because at these showcases, sometimes you might go up 12 or 15 or 30th, oh. right? Oh. So as Gosh. important as it is to watch as much of the comedy before you to make sure you pick the right material in that showcase, because some things will change, you also want to know that, hey, no matter who goes in front of me, nobody mm-hmm. has a joke about 
you know, taking a, a whale to Starbucks yeah, or whatever yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, think about your most unique joke that, right. that tells people a little bit about who you are and your personality. Okay. So that's something that I've got to look at and, and pick my material according. Okay. I also don't want it to be a joke that's three minutes long if I'm doing an eight-minute set. Right. Because if they don't buy that first minute or two, then they're not going to watch the rest. All right. And I see that mistake a lot. So my, they, they launch into a big story for their first joke. But, you know, people might not make it to the end. Right. So I've got to look through my material and figure out what is a nice, easy, quick joke. And I want to make sure that the joke has everything in it that the audience needs to figure out to where know. the punchline is. Okay. Okay, because sometimes I'll see comics that come off as, uh, I'm going to open up with this sarcastic comment. And if they don't buy into your sarcasm, the comment doesn't work. Right. If you launch and into a And then your jo- tags aren't working and then, okay. Right. Yeah. So make sure all the information, there. like for instance, I could go out, um, the soccer, all the soccer stuff is in the news right now. All yeah. the uh, oh, cheating yeah, yeah, and yeah, scandals yeah. and all that stuff. But, Surprise. Which is big internationally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huge. Yeah. You know, way more everywhere else than it is in the United States. Yeah. But if I was a huge soccer fan, I could walk out on stage and go, so FIFA must have, apparently that stands for FIFA and have a little quick right. joke about that. But if nobody even knows what FIFA is in the first place, that joke falls. Yes. It fails. So I don't want to come off as assuming the audience knows everything that I know. Right. Okay. I see that mistake all the time. So it sort of has to be open to general and general to everyone and specific to you. I think so, which which is why self a self-deprecating joke early is such an easy win. Worse, yeah. Just because it's an easy win doesn't mean it's not clever. But you're telling people, look at me, I look like this, uh, this is wrong with me. Yeah. They can't doubt that. They're looking at you, and you're telling them what's yeah. wrong with you. Right, yeah. All the evidence is right on stage. <laughs> right. Right, but if you came yeah. out and you were making fun of... Uh, the millions of comics that are doing Bruce Jenner jokes or whatever, yes. that doesn't tell me anything about you besides you didn't take the time to write a better joke right. about a better topic. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I have to think about all these things as I'm picking my material. Find a joke that gets to the last pretty quick. Right. I'm not going to beat you guys up with what should be your last per minute, uh-huh. but you should be aware that your opening joke, you, you need to get a laugh in the first 15, 20 seconds yeah. if you want people to relax. <laughs> and if you want to relax. Yeah. Not 40 seconds like right. I tried. Right. I tried that that route that didn't work no it's too long <laughs> it's way too long it's too long and it, and it kind of builds up doubt in the crowd uh, right yeah totally absolutely and in my head <laughs> yeah so there's nothing wrong with taking a second when you hit the stage to let people absorb just looking at you mm-hmm. and and taking a deep breath and launching into your delivery and your style that's fine but you definitely want to give them the evidence that you're funny early give them some meat early yeah yeah because you can't make up that time later right yeah that's true <laughs> you know if they don't like that's you they're true. never gonna like you so don't be subtle or assuming don't ask questions uh, look for strong statements as you first come out that show how different you are and why you're different okay okay now before i even write my second and third joke i want to define what my closing bit is for this showcase okay all right so maybe i know my first joke is 30 seconds it establishes what we just talked about now i need to figure out what i'm closing with uh-huh before I build anything else. In the middle, right. Now, maybe not everybody does this, but the more I've tried to figure out this set, this is what I've decided. I'm going to know what I'm closing with. I'm going to make sure it's strong. Okay. And then whatever time I have left in between that opening joke and that closing joke, I'm going to fill in with good, solid material okay. that, that does all the things I want it to do. But I want to make sure that I leave time for that closing bit. Okay. And so if you're listening for the first time ever, you've never done comedy, what is a closing bit? Uh, a closing bit for a comedian is like a firework display. Yeah. Think about the grand finale of a firework show. If your comedy set was just eight minutes and a firework display was just eight minutes, what happens in a firework show? The first 
30 seconds it's boom whoa look at this thing yeah then it settles in there's some cool oohs and ahs and boom, 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 boom. now there's a few things but your last closing grand finale of a fireworks show is as many possible wow moments in a short amount of time as possible gotcha so the tricky thing for me in this particular set is my typical closer for a regular show where I'm doing an hour, uh-huh. my typical closing bit is eight minutes. Oh. And it's calling back stuff that happened in the first five minutes and right. the 20-minute mark. So I can't really use my real closing bit in this situation. Yeah. So I've got to look at other material that is a little shorter that still ends on a bang. Okay. All right. So that's one thing I want you to think about is your opening joke and your closing joke. You want to end with a solid laugh this shouldn't be something you just wrote on the way to the showcase it'd be nice you're brilliant if you i, can I do gotta that. get one solid laugh and then I'll, and right. then that'll instantly be my closer whatever that first one is that'll be the closer i think you had that one <laughs> funny line about whatever okay yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but you want to go with what's been time tested uh still fresh i'm still trying to pick the newest material to put this set together from because a right. if i'm going to put a new video on youtube i like it to have new content not just a rehashed cobbled of, right, of sure. my other stuff. Although there might be one or two things from other videos in there. Sure. And you want to make sure, like I say, it ends with a solid laugh. Now, you want to make sure if you are pick, maybe you only have a 90 second closer right now and this would be perfect for your yeah. showcase. Somebody like Gavin might have something like that. Yeah. All my stuff is very short. I try to only do like one page per item so that sure. I can stick to everything well, well, short. Well, put, put that closing bit that you have now in there, but look at it really closely make sure there's not callbacks in there that won't that don't be belong. there yeah okay you know because you That's might be true. not including those other jokes in this particular showcase true. set all right so everybody with me still out there yeah <laughs> okay so it's, it's a lot to think about uh you can just go up and be funny but if you put this together right uh, it's going to work for you years and years after the moment yeah. right so another thing with that closing bit you might have the most genius clever Mm-hmm. last line of that bit maybe in that 60 seconds you get 10 or 12 or 15 laughs okay maybe you're just really it's the big fireworks are going off right if that 15th laugh uh-huh. is looking like let me put it this way say you hit the 13th laugh in that bit and the audience is going crazy and you look and you've got 20 seconds left 10 seconds they're still laughing i've only got five seconds left and you've got two more punch lines don't feel like you've got to do those last two punch lines just leave Leave on that big. If you get a bigger laugh than you've ever got on that thirteenth punchline, and it's a big enough, it's it's potentially bigger than your closing joke. Yeah. Leave on that. Okay. It's better to go five or ten seconds shy sure. in any situation like this on a huge laugh. Okay. And you know, if people watch this clip on video and they hire you to do a gig, you've still got two punchlines I haven't seen later on. That's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, that's good. You know, they're like, hey, it, I didn't even know that joke went there. Yeah. But here's what I see too often, and we've seen it on Letterman sets that we watch in the in the class. Yeah. Uh, right as people are nearing the end of their Letterman set, they get a huge laugh and they still have two more lines. Yep. And they say there's two lines and there's no laugh because the laugh has already been gotten. Yeah. So the audience doesn't necessarily know what the rest of the story is. Yeah. It's not a so Paul they don't, Harvey they don't thing. know to save some for later <laughs> right they don't need to know i mean they only know what you're telling them yeah so if the story makes sense and that 13th laugh is a good enough one to close on close on it okay so don't feel like you know i prepared this for six weeks i've got to say it exactly the same yeah. way it's okay if you do but just be aware that if you have diminishing returns it's not going to leave them wanting more right okay so something i wouldn't have would known early i don't know if you're going here but would you stay away from crowd work i mean does that like in a showcase environment i mean maybe if your whole reason to be is crowd work, maybe then, but I don't know. Why you just you answered your question. No. <laughs> no, you walk your way through it. Oh, did I? If we look at the first thing we do is determine our goal, 
if our goal is to show people that we are great at crowd work and that's uh-huh. what they're going to get when they hire us or if they you know put us to work then you do crowd work okay but if that's not don't do any crowd work okay don't do i mean something might pop up but here's the thing if it's been recorded with a couple of cameras the cameras might not be able to get the person the interaction between you and the other two so then you have to repeat what they say back on the microphone so people that didn't hear what they say can hear it okay and you're just slowing your set down gotcha so be be aware of those little golden nugget moments and if there's something there grab it but don't you know if you can't do crowd work say say your goal was to get tv work right to get a, a, a set on kimmel or fallon or one of these things yeah they can't book the guy in the audience who yelled out that thing to be there on your show Gotcha. You know yeah. what I mean? So show them what you're going to do for them. Yeah. If okay. that's your goal for that set. All right. Moving a little bit further down the line. We've got our closer. We've got our opening joke. Now we know how much time we need to fill. Okay. Say so our first thing's 30 seconds. Our last is 90. We've got two minutes knocked out. We've got six minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a lot it to does you, doesn't like it? it? Yes, it does, actually. To me, it's like, gosh, I, I don't want to shoehorn stuff in here and make okay. it rushed. Yeah. But I've got plenty of things that fall into that category yeah. six minutes okay. or less. So now I want to take the audience on a little journey. They know who I am with that establishing joke. I want to be consistent in that next six minutes. I don't want to be not authentic just right. for the sake of a laugh. But you don't want to spoil your closer from being the big thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you you know, in a great situation, you'd be 12 laughs a minute all the way through this thing and people be falling over. And that, that can happen. I mean, <laughs> Asking for oxygen. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you can see somebody like D.L. Hughley in action, man, that guy yeah. is just a, he's just a, man, it's like a machine gun. Yeah. It's just undeniably the whole time you're just, you're just really grabbing your sides. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. <laughs> uh, so I'm not saying like hold off on your big laughs. What I'm saying is find material that also defines who you are to that audience that you're trying to attract. Okay, gotcha. So within that entire eight minutes, everything I'm going to put out there is going to uh, appeal to the corporate audiences that might hire me or the church audiences that might hire me. They're going to see what I'm all about. Right. But I want to interject as much of my personality and my uniqueness in that middle chunk. Okay. All right. So, so again, jokes that are very unique that if you're in a a lineup of 15 people, nobody else will have a joke about this. Sure. Which are typically jokes about you and your life that are about specific moments in your life. Right, right. You know, if you're doing jokes about topical stuff, you can almost bank on somebody else having similar jokes. Yeah. So look inward, look at your best material. And if you're not sure, you know, at this point, hopefully you've listened to enough podcasts where you've kind of started keeping track of your jokes. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about it. I'd have to look up, and I'll put in the show notes (laughs) which episode it was. But, you know, for me... Once I get a joke out there and I've been doing it for a few weeks, I kind of categorize it. Okay. You know, I know the name of the joke by now or what I'm going to call it. Right. I know how long it is. I know how many laughs it gets. And by doing the math on those two things, I know how many laughs per minute it gets. Okay. So So, you know how to manipulate that. Right. Okay. So I can look at the next six minutes in a few different ways. I could say I want to get the most laughs per minute possible in those next six minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I can pick the material and then organize it that way. Or I could say... I want to get the biggest laugh I have besides maybe my closing laugh into that six minutes somewhere. Okay. And that might not be the biggest laugh per minute joke that I have, but it might be one that takes 15 seconds to set up, and then there's a quick laugh, and then there's a huge laugh. Right. So those moments where you can relax on stage, and, and those are the moments where crowds look at each other like, this guy's hilarious. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, you right. Know, you give them time to actually participate <laughs> in the moment. What's that like? As opposed oh, to being boom, 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 <laughs> laugh per minute. Yeah. Um, if I've got two jokes that I both that I like both of them and they both fit into this set with all the criteria we've talked about before, but both of those jokes have the same kind of technique that gets the laugh, mm-hmm. I might just do one of the two. Okay. 
So just for a quick example, maybe uh, I've got two jokes that have wordplay. Okay. And the wordplay is what triggers the laugh. I might not do two wordplay jokes back to back because the second one's not going to be as strong because the first one's giving away the technique. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? So that's another thing I should look at when I put these sets together is maybe I'm not going to try to hit all 23 techniques and talk (laughs) about in the comedy class, but I want to have a variety of those in there. Sure. Because some people laugh at this, some people laugh at that. Yeah. So I don't want to just hit one thing over and over and over. Um, the one tricky part with I think these showcase sets is tying it together Okay. and you can get really bogged down in these really long segues and you want to av- why, why because you're not used to tying those pieces together yeah. and you're sort of like me where I was like uh, and then um, yeah. and not only go. you but yeah. again watch comics that are doing Letterman or Fallon or any of the, the later night shows um, have to can't say Letterman anymore, but you can Google yeah. those things. <laughs> and typically, they are pulling together jokes from an hour that they do on stage right. into a five and a half minute set or less. And a lot of those jokes had never been back to back before. Right, they okay. were spread out apart from each other. So now they've got to connect the dots. And you can kind of watch those sets with that in mind and see the kind of the awkward segues because the segues are the newest things that they're trying out. They're doing, yeah. You know, the, those segues they've written that past week just trying to get this scene together. Yeah. So try to eliminate the length of those segues by picking material that flows naturally from one topic to the other. Gotcha, yeah. So for me, in this set that I'm preparing, I'm going to open up talking about me, and then really quickly I'll move into talking about uh, my family, the different members of my family, Mm -hmm. and the ages of of those people, Yeah. and then what's going on in their world. And it's going to flow fairly naturally because the whole time I'm just talking about Here's who I am, and, and here's right, what my yeah, family's sure, like. That's sure. kind of my goal for this set is, you know it as much about me as a total stranger would after five minutes at Starbucks right. or, or eight minutes yeah. or what have you. So you, you want to definitely eliminate those segues from being too long. Yeah. And don't feel like you necessarily have to have one. Um, sometimes just taking a breath or taking a sip of water gives the audience a chance to say, okay, that joke's done. Here comes a new one. Yeah. And just make sure your, your premises are nice and tight. You don't need a segue cool. necessarily. All right. One thing you might want to think about, too, as you prepare a set is have a couple of backup jokes to put in there in case somebody does a similar joke. Even okay. though it's, even though you're very unique, somebody might come out. Right. You might be six feet tall. They might be six or let's say seven feet tall. Yeah. And they come out and do a joke about being seven foot tall, and that's what you were going to open with. Yeah, right. Have a backup for some of these things. Yeah, sure. Uh, for example, last time I did a big showcase, uh, I had planned on going out and doing – myself about being a little bit older and having to deal with cholesterol yeah which is a really solid last and it's got a high lpm and it's a great opening joke the guy right before me wrapped up with a joke about having to get on a diet because he had high blood pressure which kind of burned the idea and freshness of my joke yeah so luckily i thought ahead and had a couple jokes ready to go in case that one wasn't available to me i thought about that when i was thinking about how personal like the the baby stuff was because uh in the other set i open up with a line that's just like, you know, did anybody else walk in to their and find a bottle of prenatal vitamins on their countertop? And then I <laughs> later on I thought, oh god, if someone does like if I were to open up for somebody like a Jim Gaffigan or something like that, it maybe by the time they came on, it would be like, uh, oh, we're burned on baby stuff. Like, yeah. We're done with it, you know. And, and probably by the time you open for Jim Gaffigan, yeah. he's got grandkids. <laughs> yeah. If, probably, we're, if you're yeah. lucky enough to get there. And if right. We're, if we're lucky enough to see Jim Gaffigan uh, yeah. get into his 70s. Oh, God. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it did occur to me. I was like, gosh, you know, if if the person, luckily in that in that um, 
I think that set it was a turtle farmer that was before me. So it was very different sets. Right. But uh, but so it was very easy for me to come on and talk about baby stuff because that's it was so different. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else had walked on and been like, yeah, I just had a one year old or I just had, you know, what, blah, 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 baby, baby, kid, kid, kid. And then I would have been like, I need to change my stuff right now. Yeah. Like now, now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you got have, you have to be aware of that. Now, the, the saying that I always heard when I first started comedy was. Um, if somebody's got a McDonald's joke, you need to have a better one. Okay. You know, whatever, so that you still can trump them. Okay. But obviously, you know, sometimes that ha- yeah. works your, and sometimes it doesn't. Right. But you need to have your ear tuned to the stage What's before you hit. Okay. So that you don't walk up there and say the exact, you know. It can happen even with the best of them. Sure. To cover the same topic. So be ready to kind of work on the fly. Cool. You know what I mean? It's a good thing to do. Okay, now, so I've got my beginning, my end. We've talked about what goes in the middle, and I kind of have my idea for the set. Yeah. Now that I've got it, go back and revisit that first goal and see if it, all that material really falls in there. Okay. It's like the second chance this material gets to audition for my set. I'm going to make sure that it det- it's part of my determined goal. It's doing what I need to do last-wise. Okay. It's unique. If everything looks good, put it together. Go and run the set a few times. Yeah. You know, that's what I've been doing the past week is, is doing – if somebody says, hey, you got 20 minutes at this open mic if you want it, the first eight is what I've been – planning on doing at this showcase okay cool so i get familiar with it yeah i remember you had said something about like you know do you <laughs> talking about somebody like do you mind if i do this set sort of thing and then i'll kick into my other stuff right yeah yeah they were you know it was like you know we've like for me like i'm always aware like if especially since i teach classes that i want to have a good set <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well it's hard it is hard because like but i also you, have to try new material too which yeah. i have to learn from so yeah. I'm, I'm i'm confident now and comfortable doing that whereas maybe a few years ago i wouldn't have been yeah but i just told the person who asked me to do the 20 minutes said yeah i'll do it but do you mind the first eight minutes is going to be kind of cobbled together new stuff and <laughs> yeah. i need to know that it's eight minutes i need to find out what it is right yeah and they were definitely cool with that that's that worked good out. and so uh the showcase i'm doing is on uh, well, as we record this podcast on Wednesday, it'll mm-hmm. be on Sunday. So I'm going to run it one or two more times, and I'm just going to let it breathe Friday and Saturday cool. and not worry about it. Good. And go back in and kind of refresh my mind right before the showcase and record it and and see well, how we'll, it goes. Yeah, we'll definitely ask you how it went because it's such a specific thing that's different than just, hey, go up again on another open mic, try to find something funny. This is actually like a goal thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity for one. Um, you know, somebody else is recording it. We talked about it in the importance of a good video. Yeah. It's very, it's going to be very affordable for me to get that thing done and yeah. edited. I mean, it's going to be really affordable. So I want to make a good use out of it, and I hope other comics on that bill are going to do the same thing. But in the past, I may have just gone up and tried to be the funniest guy. Yeah. Which is okay, but it has no lasting impact besides that. Yeah. So opportunities like this as they arise for you guys out there, uh, make the most of them. I uh, hope this gives you some ideas of how to structure some things. Yeah. If you want a checklist, you can join our insider tip sheet. And what I'll do is I'll put this entire checklist for how to create a showcase set in the next one that goes out. They go out typically on the 1st and 15th of the month. And you can get on that list by just emailing me at schooloflance at gmail.com and say, hey, add me to that insider insider." <laughs> I'm going to make you edit that. No. <laughs> Just say, hey, put me on the insider tip sheet list, Much and I will, better, yeah. uh, I'll get this to you automatically. And uh, and when you do that, let me know where you're at, how long you've been doing comedy, so I can kind of know who's listening. Yeah. Kevin, any sure. questions? Because you're going to... I'm I, no. I just feel like I'm doing this exact stuff like all the time, okay. and so it is very good for me to like run through, because because when I was doing that set the other week, I I did run back like, does this meet my goal? Because my goal. I guess was similar to yours, I guess, in that I thought how I want people to know who I am, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
if they like me. <laughs> I don't know if they did or not. But yeah, jury's still out. <laughs> but Literally, the jury that's ha- that yeah, you're on trial with yeah. is still out. <laughs> but I do feel like I accomplished the goal because when I got off stage and people – people were there people were like oh how's the baby going or how's this thing happening and i was like all right goal accomplished mm-hmm. i did i went basically through this checklist for my showcase night and then and it worked you know i got it so it works cool all right thank you guys very much for listening gavin thanks for producing yes uh join us many different ways online yeah and uh, let us know what you think and we'll talk to you next time, which will kind of be, I think, <laughs> a wrap-up of the year. Oh, I can't wait. Pre-launch. Can't wait. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolofLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.